Hello, everyone, and welcome into another episode of Compact Discourse right here on Weagle 91.1 FM, Auburn's premier home for student-run radio since 1971. I am your host, Davis Carroll, and today I'm going to be joined by Cameron. He's running a little late, but I will have two special guests in here with me today. We have Victoria and Sophie, or Sophia? Sophia. Okay, and Sophia in here with us today. Some new DJs starting up an exciting new show on Weagle. <clears throat> but we're live, broadcasting live from the Bradley Basin studio, housed in the ha- bowels of the Harold Milton Student Center right here on the campus of Auburn University. It is a certainly a winter morning, about 51. It's going to get warm up later on. But we would like to welcome in our viewers and listeners from the Auburn, Auburn Opelika Megaplex as well as from around the world, however you may be tuning in today whether that be on your terrestrial radio antenna on Weagle 91.1 FM or the Information Superhighway at WeagleFM.com or from your podcast player of choice after the fact. We're happy to have you in the booth with us here today for Auburn's only drive time morning show. All right, Victoria and Sophia, how are y'all doing today? I'm good. How are you? Doing all right? Doing all right? Yeah, happy to be here. So can you give us a little rundown on what y'all are going to be doing or what y'all plan to be doing on Weagle? So each week we're going to invite professors from the university to talk about their research, specifically how it relates to our theme of power and people for the semester. Um, we're really excited to get started. Yeah. Awesome. So this is like a little free plug for y'all's show today on Compact Discourse. I'm actually really excited for y'all's show. I'm not a big podcast listener, but I pro- actually plan on listening to y'all's. That's great. So yeah. I, that's not that's not like a big cosign or anything. I'm just a random dude named Davis, but like <laughs> I'm excited for it. I love history, big history guy myself, and I'm excited for Weagle to get a proper history show. We used to have a philosophy show. Oh. It didn't last. It lasted one episode. <laughs> I was on it, nice. and we were like, we were like, oh, we want to do this. We want to do this philosophy show. We're gonna call it Infinite Insight. I made all this like I made it a graphic and all that. It actually was pretty cool looking. And then we did it. It was a really good episode. And then we were like. Okay, we're going to do it next week, guys. And then we just never did. And we were also going to bring professors on and stuff. Like, I had reached out to, like, my philosophy professors to come on. And they're like, yeah. And then I just – I never emailed them back. I was like, yeah, for sure. We'll get you on sometime, man. And then just – we never did another episode. Aw. It was sad. But it, I had, like, three shows at the time. I didn't want to – I didn't have to do – I didn't want to have to do another. Aw. Makes sense. Makes sense. At this time, I would like to remind our audience that if any time you'd like to ask a question, drop a hot take, or in the unlikely event that we get something wrong, we have a dedicated team of call screeners waiting to handle your inquiry at 334-844-9345, or you can hit us up on Twitter at cdiscau, or my personal account, db underscore carol zero. If you want to plug y'all's personal accounts, if you have them, feel free. You don't have to, though. <laughs> if you want people to really just shoot questions towards y'all during the show. Um, we have, it's, uh, it's at History Radio Hour on Instagram. Yeah, yes. Just up-and-coming Instagram accounts, so we'll plug that. There you go. Cool. So y'all are big history buffs, I take it. Yeah. How big would you say? I'm not. I'm just kidding. You know, y'all, that's a hard question. I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> Do y'all have like a special interest area? Ooh. I know that might be hard, but like just, just a few areas that you, you like to look into more than others if you have them. I'm really interested in space history. Okay. I, was, I just watched – you ever seen First Man? No, I haven't. It's the movie by Damien Chazelle about Neil Armstrong. It stars Ryan Gosling. Mm-hmm. It's very good. Very All right, good. I'd recommend it for you. If people listening at home, might feel, if you feel so inclined, go check it out. It kind of looked through. It looked, it looked at Neil Armstrong through the his, through the lens of his relationship with his wife and the death of his daughter. Oh. It was really good. Interesting. Very big thumbs up. Yeah, that's cool. I'd say for me, it's probably 
a little bit of everything in American history Mm -hmm. for right now. Still trying to figure out my exact, like, specific field of interest, but I just love learning it all. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yes. I am also, deep down, a a closeted history buff. Not really. (laughs) I love history, so it's not closeted. It's just a joke. But (laughs) if I think... I'm most interested in Native American history. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. like Native America, like just all the Americas. Mm-hmm. And then also, I think I read mostly about civil rights history as well. It's yeah. like my two yeah. big ones I read about. Yeah, those are two good areas. And I feel like you can draw some parallels between them. Too. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think it's really interesting to see how, I feel like you can tell a lot about a person by what history they're really interested in. Mm, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm not sure if y'all have had a lot of run-ins with them, but like people that are really into like Vikings <laughs> or Roman history. <laughs> mm-hmm. I usually steer away from them, is all I'll say. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Or, like, people that are really into World War II for the wrong reasons uh, is yeah, another one yeah. I would not yeah. go near. But, like, people into, like, like the origins of civilization, stuff like that, I mm-hmm. think, like, that's you know, that's kind of what y'all are talking about in a way. Yeah, yeah. In a roundabout way. Like, that's cool. That's a really interesting way. It's a really mm-hmm. interesting, th- mm-hmm. interesting thing. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So, this, maybe I'll see if I can... I'll see if I can make a roundabout segue to get us to this quick little topic. <laughs> so, oh, let's see if I can do it. This well, we're, we're putting my, my hosting to the test. You got it. You got it. So about in 1947, how long ago was that? <laughs> a lo- many years ago in 1947, there was reportedly a UFO crashing in Roswell, New Mexico. Mm. But just recently, there's been some reports of a few more UFOs flying over the <laughs> continental USA. Yes. Yes. That have been shot down by one Joe Biden and the Air Force and Navy. Do y'all have have y'all seen about these UFOs? Yeah, yeah, those yeah. balloons. <laughs> <laughs> Unidentified flying objects for sure. Do y'all yeah. think they're aliens or do you think they're just someone lost their balloon at the carnival again like Cameron did that one time? <laughs> and speaking of Cameron, we have Cameron in here with us. We'll give him a second. Hello, Cameron. How are you doing today? I'm good. Did y'all um, find my balloon? Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> yeah, they, we found a few of them. But Cameron's here with us. Yippee. Yay! We were just talking about uh, history. This is Victoria and Sophia. They're starting the new history show. What can you? What is the name of it? It's all history to me, correct? Yes. Boom. I remember some things. Yeah. They're starting the new history podcast on Weagle. I'm pretty excited for awesome. it. Awesome. I we love got, history. Woo. We got there. History interest. I gave mine. What is your? Where would you say like your most interested? I in history am very wise? interested in like Cold War, Post World mm-hmm. War Two, um, like Berlin Wall, Soviet era. Yeah, I yeah. find that very interesting. I just thought of a space question for you in a second, oh. Sophia. Don't worry, <laughs> it, it's gonna be it's gonna be a doozy. You better be ready. Oh no! Y'all seen these UFOs? Do you think they're actually UFOs? Is my first question. I think they're called. Aren't they called UAEs now? Unidentified aerial phenomenon. UAP. Yeah. Yeah, I thought they already debunked that. I thought Joe Biden was already like, "Oh, they were just research objects." I just shot him down because why would you shoot down a research? Well, because object? he was They're like, researching. According to Joe Biden, he was like, "We were just, you know, being safe because the spy balloon." They were just like, "We're just gonna shoot down whatever." What if what sure. if that was Balloon Boy in there and he just shot it down? What if it was my my new hobby? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I just don't know. I just want to see the barometric pressure around the Calgary or whatever. Barometric <laughs> pressure, huh? What? What, what are you so confused by that? What are you talking about? Uh, it's a, if it's like a weather balloon, you yeah. should go up there to like oh, test I see the, what you're saying. 
Okay. I'm glad you're caught up. You're going to have to ask <laughs> Joe Biden if you want to know. I'll call him okay. up later. I have his personal He can dial into the show if he wants to. He could. I know he listens. He might be hard to pick up on the phone. He seems like he moves around a lot on the phone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Jack. Um, I was thinking about, I was watching First Man yesterday, and I've had this debate a few times. So the space race, I'm sure you're familiar with that since you're interested in space. Mm-hmm. I'm of the group that says the Russians kind of won the space race in a way. Like, we made it to the moon first, but, like, they beat us in every other conceivable milestone. What do you think? I mean, yeah, I think, like, the main goal of the space race is to get to the moon. So, mm-hmm. like, in that way we won. But I think you're I think you're right in the way that, like, the Russians beat us every step of the way before. And we just got really lucky up at the end and was able to land on the moon. My friend, his retort every time I say it, it's like, oh, I led all the laps of the race, but I lost at the finish line, yeah, which yeah. I think is a, a fair way to but put it. But was the goal, yeah. like, really the moon? I think like, I think they just got were getting beat so thoroughly. They're like, we're going to the moon. That's what I think. I think they were, like, they were, you know, investing in space, and then after we we couldn't do any of it, JFK was like, ah, oh, I want to die my own. Not because it is easy, but because I want to. Take that, <laughs> Russia. <laughs> also, I was thinking about this while watching First Man, which – very good. I was just telling them to check it out, Cameron. Cameron had the chance to watch it with me, but he, he heaped scorn upon I me. I wanted to read my book. I, but you regret it now, don't you? I do regret it. It was, it was really a good, good book. It was a good book. It was a good I movie. Ah, it was it was so good. Ryan Gosling, it was, he, was, he was the guy from La La Land. He was really sad. He was singing and dancing in First was Man. Was he singing in First Man? <laughs> yeah, he was in the space shuttle singing. Not the was space he like, shuttle. He was in Gemini 8 singing. Is it Gemini or Gemini? Do you know? Gemini. They were saying Gemini in the movie. It was really bothering what? me. Were they like... They're like from the Bronx Jiminy. or something. They're like, <laughs> "Hey, yo, Gemini, we gotta get up there." Gemini crickets. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, I think they just they were weird back then, you know. <laughs> That's how it goes. But I also was thinking about because there was obviously Russia had a few space disasters. We had a few of our own. Mm-hmm. But if America had had more space disasters, I don't. Do you think we would have? People would st- look so fondly upon the space race for us. Like, if we had a few more Apollo 1s. I think it would depend on how many. I think people had already started to see the ones that did pass away on the race to the moon as, like, martyrs for the cause mm-hmm. of mm. just, like, oh, you know, they gave their life for the cause and things like that. But I think if you had had, like, a lot more, people might have been a little bit more hesitant. But I think if it had only been, like, a few more people, um, I think people still would have seen them as, like, unfortunate casualties towards the cause and they've given their life for it Mm. boom i think it would have made people like support it more like sunken cost fallacy they're like all these people died to get us here we have to keep going well in the movie so i'm no expert i'm going based (laughs) off the movie and my prior knowledge which was not an insignificant amount but apparently congress was pretty getting cold feet about the idea so they had to like they had to get apollo 11 right Mm. or they they would have been done for i'm just after well yeah and then the thing was like nobody cared about space after Apollo 11 anymore they're like we made it to the moon I'm not watching that okay like Apollo 13 in the movie once again yeah. all my knowledge is from the movies of these <laughs> yeah but in in Apollo 13 they were like nah I'm not watching that I'm gonna go watch uh Super Bowl Super the Bowl. Eagles are playing the Cowboys <laughs> that was not not 19. 19- Seven. When was Apollo Eleven or Apollo Thirteen? Nineteen. Okay. Well, they went to the moon in '69, which the Cowboys and the Eagles did play each other back then. It was in 1970. So I know it was a little before your Tom time. Tom Hanks was on that one. <laughs> That's true. Can I add a point to the to the who won the space race? Mm-hmm. 
I think the I think the Russians won because they didn't use Nazis. Oh, mm. interesting. I thought they did. I thought they also did. Did they really? I have no idea. Thoughts? I, I just got, know we there's had a building. Braun. Yeah, there's a building in Huntsville named after a Nazi. So, uh, not cool, guys. No. Yeah. Um. Uh. I thought I I saw a thing one time, probably also from a movie. Frankly, that was like if the Russians had got to von Braun first, he would have been a part of their thing. I mean, yeah. So I'm sure they had a few Nazis on in their ranks it's to make those like rockets. Warner von Braun just loved the United States. What did I watch? What am I thinking Stampede. about watching? <laughs> I think all it? my space knowledge is just from different movies Uh-oh. and videos I've watched Uh-oh. on YouTube. That's how they get you. I've yeah. read a They've, few things. You've got got. Ellie and the Last of Us is a big space fan. So oh, I know about that. I, do. From that I remember too. that when I played the game. The one, no. What? You didn't play it. I, I played the game no. and I remember she was like, there's a star man waiting in the sky. She also, uh, I couldn't think of anything funny. She she has a balloon that she lets go of halfway through the game. You have to <laughs> You see it later. It's a whole thing. But you're listening to Compact Discourse here on WeGo 91.1. I have Cameron, Sophia, and Victoria in here with me. We'll be right back after this quick break to talk about maybe some more UFOs, maybe some more space, how people would like to live on the moon if they would. I don't know. We'll, who knows what's going to happen? We'll be right back. Welcome back into Compact Discourse. It is still about 51 degrees outside. I am your host, Davis, and I am, of course, joined by my three lovely guests today. And still on the topic of history, there's a historical holiday that some some of us partook in over the weekend, that being Mardi Gras. Cameron, you went down to Mobile. I went to the birthplace of Mardi Gras. I was on the scene. I was doing live reporting, and I I witnessed witnessed a real, authentic Mardi Gras. Did you see Joe Kane there? Yeah, he was he was out there serving coffee. Yeah, was he dressed up uh, like usual? Uh, yeah, he was wearing mm. his usual Joe Kane outfit. You you so you don't know Joe Kane? I know I know who Joe Kane. I remember he like rode the horse or something. He was the guy that quote unquote brought Mardi Gras back to Mobile. Yeah, he, oh yeah, they had like the Civil War, and then afterwards he was like, "Hey guys, it's time to party." There's an issue with Joe Kane though that Uh-oh. I'm sure you may have noticed if you saw him. He's dead. He dresses up like a Native American, oh. and he is very much not a Native American. Mm-hmm. And they still do that tradition, and I still don't like it. I did not see any of that. Yeah, just so I didn't partake in that. Just so everyone knows, I also didn't see any of that. So Here, I, if, I you, if you're interested, that is what. Oh, it looks like. Yikes. That's it's, a it's mobile, very, very mobile tradition. Yeah. It's very Johnny Depp in The Lone Ranger. <laughs> Yikes. Oh, this one's even worse. He's got a white mustache. But oh. I did I yeah, not see that, but I did see a couple of parades. Th- which ones? I saw I saw one where there was a bunch of little kids throwing stuff and Do you know the name of the parade? No. The Mystics of Time. I That's saw the Mystics. I did M-O-T- see the Mystics M-O-T's. of Time. I thought it was called like the Mobile Order of Thanopolis. <laughs> I just made that up, but I was like, I like convinced myself that's what they were called. But I saw that one, and then earlier in the day, I saw one where there were like little kids throwing stuff, which is like, why would they do that? They don't have the arm to get the the beads out to the crowd. Like half <laughs> the stuff landed before the gate. Like, why would they employ these little kids to throw trash out into the street? Did you get hit in the head? Oh my goodness, <laughs> I got hit in the head. But that was for the Mystics of Time. We'll get to that one. But the little kid one. I will say, like, they couldn't throw it very well unless they saw a senior citizen. Then 
they were like prime 2021 Bo Nix. They threw it right into their heads. <laughs> they got fired up if they saw a senior citizen. Oh. I'm telling you, like a whole bag of beads right into them. Mm. It was. I've gotten hit in quite a few times in the head. I got hit in the head before the Mystics of Time Parade by two grown men who were throwing a football back and forth. Which, for one thing, it's like, why are you doing that? You look like a 12-year-old. For another thing, you're grown up. How could you not aim well enough to not hit me in the head? Fair. And he also hit somebody else in our group in the head. Like, just don't do that. I don't don't know. I don't know. Some people in Mobile, they had a major Mobile moment, I feel like. that's true. (laughs) Yeah. And, Victoria, you came to the Mardi Gras parade in Auburn. Yeah, yes, that's right. I got to see it, and that was – they did a good job. I was impressed. Were they? Did you get hit in the head by anything? No, I was um, kind of watching from a little bit of a distance, so mm. I didn't really get anything thrown in my direction, but that's okay. My mom said the kids are the floral parade, if you're wondering, Cameron. Oh, yeah, I saw the floral parade then. Did they, was Avi dressed up like, I hope Avi wasn't dressed up like Joe Kane, but was Avi dressed up for anything for the parade? Was Avi even there? I don't think Avi was there, what? or at least I didn't see him where I was watching. There were two other tigers that were associated with a different like float, but no Avi. I did see the War Eagle wagon dri- driving around. Ah, yeah, yes, I missed that too. When I was try- I was leaving to go to Atlanta for a concert, and I was stuck in some traffic. Ah, uh, yeah. But I didn't go. I'm actually, admittedly, not a huge Mardi Gras fan, being- even though I'm from Mobile. I had never like even. I went to Dothan for Mardi Gras last year uh, for a ball, and that, you know, that was fine, but I didn't go to the parade. But this was, like, my actual, like, first, like, real Mardi Gras mm-hmm. experience. Because in Huntsville, think? they don't do it because they're Nazis in Huntsville. I'm just kidding. That's true. Um, Von Braun said, yeah. no Mardi Gras. Yeah. I, can't, I can't do a German accent, so <laughs> we'll just stick whatever with whatever accent I was doing for Von Braun. Yeah, no, it was fun. I really enjoyed it. The moon pies <laughs> were cool. I... I they is that your first time ever moon pie? No, I've had. Y'all had moon pies. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What are your thoughts on moon pies? Because I also have a controversial opinion about them too. Ooh. I don't like them. Yeah, I mean, I haven't had one in a while, but it wasn't like my favorite. But it wasn't like awful either. Yeah, I really only eat them if they're like thrown at me in a Mardi Gras parade. Mm. But I enjoy them. What's your history with Mardi Gras parades? Um, Do you have a long one, or you just been to a few? I've been to a few, mostly the one here. I mean, my parents met at Mardi Gras, so okay. it's kind of significant. That's, That's cool. We're not really big Mardi Gras people. Mm. Yeah. My family isn't either. Uh, it's funny, I was comparing it to, so Mardi Gras in the South is like St. Patrick's Day in the North. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. I lived in New York for five years, and St. Patrick's Day was a big thing, and like getting the... um. What is it? The like shamrock shake from McDonald's, the green milkshake. That's a big deal. But like Mardi Gras is not a thing up there. So, hmm. yeah. Cameron, did you have something you'd like to say? There's nothing like Catholic traditions that gets people drinking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Mardi Gras is inherently a Catholic tradition. If y'all were familiar or weren't, Mardi Gras means Fat Tuesday in mm-hmm. French. So the idea behind Mardi Gras is you party your life out before Lent because right. for Lent you got to be good for 40 days. So you go ahead and get it all out at Mardi Gras. (laughs) And if you are even more interested, Mardi Gras originally started in Mobile, which is true, because the French originally first settled in Mobile. They went to the Mobile Bay. Uh, They probably didn't call it the Mobile Bay when they found it, but they settled there. Oui, oui, the Mobile Bay. (laughs) They they settled there. They lived there for a while. They, They brought their tradition of Mardi Gras with them. And then once they moved on down to New Orleans... They brought it with them. Mm. And they Mobile was the capital of New Orleans for a while until they moved it on down. Huh. Or the capital of Louisiana until they moved it to New Orleans. 
Mobile's like a hundred years older than New Orleans, I think. Huh. So yeah, and then we they brought Mardi Gras. Joe Kane brought Mardi Gras back after the Civil War. He was parading through the streets, riding on his horse, doing something, dressed like a Native American. I, I don't know, something like that. Yeah. But yeah, that's Mardi Gras, and the one part of Mardi Gras I do really like is the cake. Ah, the yes. king cake? King cake. Yes, it was very good. You want to get one today? What? No. I don't have the money for that. It's like $10. I'll care. pay for it. I don't care. What I'm do you- on Lent. I'm Linting. No, you're not. I'm giving up sugar. No, you're not. I already had the you're baby. You're not Catholic. You're I, not I can't risk it again. I already got the baby. I have to pay for a king, a king cake next year. I just year. want you to know that the baby- risk it. They, they've stopped baking the, ca- the baby into the cake, so I could just place it so you wouldn't get it. I. It was- <laughs> I, no, I don't want to risk it. I don't you don't like want to risk it. I'll no, make I don't sure you don't it. get it. You are, you can get your own king cake. I don't. I just don't want one. Fine. Do I? Do what we are always we so have to scared share of the everything? baby? No, we don't. But we're neighbors. I figure I should offer. I don't want it. Okay, I'll have a <laughs> king cake for myself alone in my apartment. Go so ahead. sad. Go ahead. What is wrong with you? Why are you so scared of the baby? You already got it. I'm just. Last year we had the king cake, and my friend ate it. Like he just <laughs> bit part of it oh, off. No. He bit it. It's he, it's plastic. He was yeah, eating. That's pretty he, hard. Well, he was eating his cake, and then he was like, <laughs> "Oh no!" And he swallowed the leg, and he was like, "Oh, guys, I uh, I found I found the baby." <laughs> and then he didn't buy us a cake this year. Oh, Aww. that's that's going against tradition, right? Who was it? James. Oh, come on, James. You gotta. You, that's the tradition, man. You gotta buy the cake. That's what I'm saying. Chris got it one time. Do you buy the cake? He did buy the cake. There we go. He's a, he was good about it. He had good luck that year too, so it worked out. You got to wear the big old beads I have. Nice. Yep. Have y'all had king cake recently or any? Have y'all ever gotten a baby? No, I haven't had king cake in a while, oh, honestly. I love king yeah, cake. I haven't had it in a I think I maybe had it once, but I didn't get the baby either. So. If y'all, <laughs> interesting tidbit, there is in Mexican and Spanish traditions for the Epiphany, they have a cake called a Rosco de Reyes cake. Mm. I guess I, I just kind of didn't have to say cake. It's like Santa's Sahara Desert, but they, they put a baby Jesus into that cake as well. Oh. And whoever gets that. I think has to do some. They have to cook. I think is the thing, oh. something like that. But for the January sixth holiday epiphany, it is like the older cousin of the king cake, the mm. Rosco de Reyes. Boom. Cool. What is the January sixth holiday epiphany? epiphany? It's the epiphany, like when Mary was like, "I'm having a baby." On January sixth, they, they they changed it after the the insurrection because they really just wanted <laughs> yeah. it to coincide. <laughs> Let me make sure if I got the epiphany right. I haven't been to. I feel like that's a good and, retroactive excuse. They're like, guys, we were. J- it was a tradition. We didn't storm the Capitol. It was a tradition. It was a little Catholic moment. It's okay. And that's, you know, that's true. it's okay now. It was part of Catholic tradition. It's in the Bible that they st- <laughs> they said, in, in, in Revelations, they say, and they will storm the Capitol on January <laughs> 6th as an epiphany. Uh, the epiphany is commemorating the visit of the Magi, the baptism of Jesus, and the wedding of Cana. It's cool stories. Wedding of Cana, you know that one? Is that the one where you turn water to wine? Yeah. Awesome. Imagine we, that part. We were talking about that over the weekend. And we were like, imagine <laughs> if you showed up to a wedding and all they had was water, and they're like, what's going on? They're like, Wait, Jesus whoosh! is 30 minutes late. <laughs> That'd be awesome. We have nothing to drink. <laughs> he really brought the party to that wedding. I bet that party was awesome after that. Everybody was like, oh, this is so boring. We only have yeah. water. And then he goes, whoop. All wine? That's Boom. he turned it all to wine. <laughs> what if someone was like, "I wanted my, my water. I was thirsty." <laughs> well, the water was real nasty back then. I don't know who would have drank. He could have cleaned it. He could have. He could have easily also what? purified it. I'm just saying. I never even thought. Of that. <laughs> I never even thought because, like, growing up, they're always like, "It's okay because 
that's how they purified water. But it was Jesus. He could have just made it clean. He could have. He could have turned it to soda. Yeah. He could have made some they could have yeah. some Diet Coke. What if, in the Bible they drink Diet Coke? <laughs> Maybe funny. he did do that, but like you know how they like didn't know how to describe certain things because they had never like seen it before? Yeah. That they just called it wine. They just called oh, it Diet okay. Coke wine. It it didn't look like water, so it just had to be wine. Exactly. They drank they drank barge root beer. Yeah, so like like how they called like uh like kids acne, they would like call it um what is it called? That, that skin disease, uh, leprosy. Like they would what? They would call a lot of things leprosy. Yeah. Are you being for real? Yeah. I didn't know this. Because like, did y'all know this? Is he making this up? History podcast. Fact check me. Yeah, fact check. You say he's making it up. It'd be. Funnier. I don't know either way. <laughs> is this true? Yeah. Where did you hear this? I need your source. I was in. I I dreamed in it. my Bible class when I was like, there was like this wise old man that taught <laughs> all the Bible classes, he, and he turned water to wine. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, hey, kids, I know you're thirsty. <laughs> yeah. some soda pop. Exactly. Oh, no. Interesting. I'm going to look into this leprosy thing. I mean, I mean, if it's false, then, you know, whatever. Leprosy but... always scared me as a kid when we were in Bible, when we were in religion class. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, the teachers were like, their ears are falling off and they're all stinky. Yeah. I was like, I don't want that to happen. Exactly. Just... But Jesus would hang out. He would kick it with them. He would. It's pretty well, cool. he was immune, so, I mean. Well, he was the son of God. Exactly. So, he had all so, the I shots. Mean, yeah, he like preemptively. Got I, I don't think I, I feel like if he caught leprosy, that kind of take the wind out of his sails. Exactly. It? Yeah. What if so he was he good was at fun. hiding it? They're like, Jesus, why are you wearing <laughs> that hat today? Oh, I'm fine. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> all right. With that, we're gonna go go to a quick little PSA break. We might even have a little secret for y'all here at 8:30. Who knows what's gonna happen? It's still a little warm outside. It's, not, it's gonna be warm outside, rather. But we'll hear back. You'll hear back from us in a minute. Fine, Cameron. Welcome back into Compact Discourse. It is 8.34. We had a little secret. Maybe. Hold up. Let me check that. Yep. I was looking on my analog his watch. Rolex, his Rolex <laughs> watch. I was I was fact-checking the time. Welcome back You're into right. Compact Discourse. We have Cameron Victoria and Sophia in here with us. And I have a little story for y'all. I'm going to regale y'all with a harrowing tale of a glitch in the Matrix. If you're familiar with the Matrix, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> but there was a glitch in it the other day. It was, what, two weeks ago now? I don't know. I wasn't there. When were you? Where were you? Oh, it was last weekend. I was in Birmingham. Okay, so I had gone to Atlanta to drop off a friend at the airport. And uh, we were driving back, and we had passed. We had just gotten out of, like, greater Atlanta, I'd say, if that's the term. Maybe 20 minutes away from Atlanta. And we got stuck in some traffic, like some pretty legit traffic. And this truck in the far left lane, I was in the second to re- second to left lane, if that makes sense. Like, not the not the left left, but the one right beside it. Mm-hmm. And this truck was like, whatever, screw this, I'm pulling over. So he just pulled off onto, like, the shoulder, I guess you could say. Like, wh- there's, like, that, the wall separating the interstates, like, the two sides. So he pulled up right there. And I thought he was going to try to drive past everyone in traffic. I was like, oh, this guy better not. Uh, I wouldn't do anything, but I was like, oh, you better not. I'll wag my finger at you. 
So I was like, but he just like pulled off and he sat there, and I was like, huh, that's weird. He's not doing anything. And he just he just kind of sat there. So I was like, whatever. And he had like it was like a truck, and it had like some distinct stickers on the back, like it had like the the Punisher logo thing, and all, like all those types. Like mm-hmm. I made note of it in my mind when I saw it. So and then I just kept. I was like, whatever. So I just kept going, and it was slow enough traffic. I was on my phone, admittedly. Like it was like like stop and go. So I was just kind of looking on my phone a little bit. And then, like, maybe 10 minutes later, I looked up, and I was, we were going under a bridge, and that same truck was pulled off the side of the road again. I don't know how. Mind you, it was stop-and-go traffic, and he could not have gotten back up to me unless he drove on the shoulder, which was too narrow to drive. So he had somehow gotten up in front of me again and pulled off exactly the same. Hmm. The same, like, it's crazy. not a different truck. It was the same truck. And then... Huh. And then we just kept going. I could see he sat there in my rear view. He did not move that time. Hmm. I don't know how he did it. I don't know how he got there. But in that moment, I genuinely was in so utter disbelief. I thought I was in the Matrix or something. I think they were like <laughs> in a coalition. There's just a few. They, they were like, we're going to make the same truck and exactly, freak this kid yeah. out. Yeah. And just and can you guess what was making the traffic? Oh, oh! It was a dog. He was dancing in the middle of the road. What? He had a little microphone. He was going woof, woof, woof. How'd you woof, know woof, that? Woof, woof, woof. How did you know that? Yeah. It was a it was an eighteen wheeler that had caught a fire. Oh no! And all the eggs that were inside of the truck s- were spilled out onto the interstate. Oh no! Ooh, I have a theory that there was talk a dr- about walking on eggshells. Hey. <laughs> I don't have a boo button or I push it. That's all I got. So you get a clap because that's all I had. Um, I have a theory that there was a dragon that hatched or something. And the, they, they actually had a dragon egg in there. They're like, ooh, yeah. we can't wait to cook this ostrich <laughs> oh, egg. No. And it was a dragon egg, and it set it afire. Oh, boy. This is, sort of, this is sort of related, but not really. One time I was driving back from Chattanooga. With, it was me and my sisters. And we pull up to a red light, and we stop at the red light, and we're like, what is that putrid smell? It smells the worst smell I've ever smelled in my life. literally made me want to throw up. And I look to my left, and there's a truck and it, I guess it was carrying raw chickens, and all the raw chickens just spilled out of it. Oh, they no. were all over the road, just like a thousand raw chickens just huh. on the road next to us. And we're at a red light, so it's like, we can't go anywhere. You have to sit there and smell it. It was probably the longest red light of my entire life. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. When you said raw chickens, I was imagining live chickens. No, they like, were dead. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I figured that out. But like, I was thinking like... Oh, raw, so like living chickens is what I thought you meant when you said raw chickens. No, no. It was nasty. The worst. Ooh. Hmm. You couldn't even imagine. I'm sure I can. Imagine the smelliest thing you could think of, <laughs> and it's smellier. Uh, eldritch, eldritch odor. <laughs> yeah. Imagine the scariest thing ever. It's scarier. What yeah, a, what yeah. an affecting writing style by H.P. Lovecraft. Why did no one think of that before? I'm sure someone did. I bet there was like an ancient Roman guy that was like, imagine the craziest story you've ever heard. Mine's they probably, crazier. They probably like crucified him they were like that too scary and they killed him <laughs> that's what maybe that's what jesus did imagine <laughs> imagine the most blissful existence <laughs> is, bl- is more blissful <laughs> heaven is more blissful and they killed him <laughs> they couldn't handle it that's crazy have y'all had any crazy traffic stories that y'all want to share while we're on the top we, we kind of got off topic there for a second but <laughs> any y'all want to share hmm. or if y'all are y'all familiar with hp lovecraft are you getting the reference we're making here we can explain it if not, because I'm sure my mom is confused. <laughs> Vaguely familiar, but not So like... H.P. Lovecraft, are you familiar with him at all? No. He wrote some very famous horror stories. If you've ever heard of Cthulhu, he wrote the, basically the story called Cthulhu. He wrote a lot of things, like 
cosmic horror is how you describe it. And he had this thing where like Cthulhu's like this eldritch god is what he called it. That like he's like an octopus guy and he lives in the ocean or something. But then like if you look upon Cthulhu, you'll go insane like immediately. So he's like, mm. imagine the scariest thing you can imagine. Cthulhu's ten times scarier. Huh. Like that's, I think that's such a lazy writing method. I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Imagine the best story ever written. Mine's ten times better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it's you know. What was he supposed to write? Like, how could you... Why, do, why does he have to be it's 10 so times scarier than anything comprehensible? Because, <laughs> I guess he's cosmic. Because it's so, it is cosmic it's so horror, uh, incomprehensible that he couldn't even put it to words how incomprehensibly scary it was. How you are know? you supposed True. to describe that? What if what if he actually saw Cthulhu? He just couldn't think of how to put it into words. And then he went insane and he was like... Mm. And he named his cat a bad yeah, word. Yeah. Don't look up his cat's name. I'll tell you that. <laughs> no, Nobody in history is safe from hindsight. I'll tell you what. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. He H.P. Lovecraft was notably like racist and stuff, though. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't I don't personally read him, but I'm familiar with his work. He has In the Mouth of Madness. Have you ever heard of that one? A lot of mm-hmm. Stephen King's really inspired by Lovecraft. Like mm-hmm. he's a good horror writer. He writes scary stuff, from what I've heard, mm-hmm. and he's an inspiration sure. to a lot of horrors. A lot of space horror is inspired oh. by him, like like the despair of being alone in space. I don't think that's like inspired by Lovecraft and stuff. Like just like the style. I don't think you need like a Lovecraftian element to it. I feel like just being in space is scary enough. I know, but like the idea that you're like a, maybe you're alone or not, like that kind of storytelling—that's yeah. Lovecraft. Hmm. Like Alien. Like I don't I'm going to watch Ad Astra seen. tonight. Is and it that's, scary? No, but like the idea okay. of Ad Astra is like we are alone in the universe. Is like the cool little twist of it. Why did you spoil? The it's not twist? a spoiler. <laughs> I said I don't know if twist. it is. I did not say twist. Are you serious? Fun yeah, little twist. Y'all heard the twist? Like he literally <laughs> it's a said fun twist. little twist. I'm not, I'm not like in the sixth sense. The fun little twist is that <laughs> that's not the same. Whatever. It's like the idea of the movie is that like okay. thank you very much. <laughs> okay. You, are we okay? Okay. You're going to get up and leave it's now? It's fine. <laughs> you're not going to watch it's it anyway. Fine, you're never going to watch it. I watch you know movies. You weren't gonna, you're not going to watch it. I'm being literate in reading, okay? Maybe you can learn a thing or two about I read that. subtitles, man. Oh, no. <laughs> Actually, I am reading a book right now, but school's making it hard on me. I was trying to read. What are you reading? I was just about to get there. <laughs> I was either going to read Farewell to Arms, but I just started. Oh, a, oh you should read Farewell to Arms. It's so good. It's so good. It's a great or book. Or I had started Color of Law. Nope, nope, nope. The nope, Color nope, of Law, nope, which nope. is about redlining. Nope, and you should different. read Farewell to Arms. Do you all like Ernest Hemingway? Oh, uh, yeah. I've read, um, what is it, The Old Man in the Sea? Oh, yeah. yeah oh, one. yeah. Yeah. That one probably my grandpa. Farewell to Arms is better. Imagine the best Ernest Hemingway story of all time. Farewell to Arms is better. Ten times better. There you Eldritch, go. El- Eldritch <laughs> Hemingway. All right. Where's my button? There it is. All right. This is Compact Discourse. We'll be back for the last segment here in a few. We'll have some Recommonday. We'll have the Person of the Day. Maybe some more. We'll see how it goes. Oh, yeah, we will. I have to read Cameron a movie review. See if he can guess it. Good times. We'll be back right after this PSA break. See you then. (laughs) 
Welcome back into Compact Discourse. It is 8.45 here, still about 51 degrees outside, going to get around 70, in the 70s today, so my plants are going to be okay outside, hopefully. Hopefully, maybe maybe a, make a, a piece of light, uh, yes, Cameron? Your plants will be okay, not if I have anything to say about <laughs> it. I was going to say a, a piece of lightning, a strike of lightning, I don't know why I keep saying piece of lightning, just a little, one little slimmer of lightning is going to hit them or something. But we are back in here. For Compact Discourse, we're trying to order our food real quick. But, of course, it is the final segment of the day. And, of course, it is February 20th, still Black History Month. So we are going to highlight another historical figure for Black History Month. And today, since we talked about some space, we're going to highlight Mae Jemison. It's the first African-American woman in space. And she orbited space around the shuttle Endeavour in 1992. Her Her team made 127 orbits around the Earth over the course of eight days. She's also a physician, teacher, and a Peace Corps volunteer and the president of a tech company, the Jemison Group. She continues to work towards the advancement of young women of color, getting more involved in technology, engineering, and math careers. So shout out Mae Jemison today. Thank you for everything you've done and everything you will do. Mae Jemison, everybody. Woo. Can we get the applause going? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got to find it. Where's the I – have, I have a better applause. Yeah. Mae, Mae Jemison. Jemison. And, of course, it is also the final segment of the day. That means Wreck a Monday. Yep. So if y'all have anything y'all want to recommend to the people listening at home, anything that you're enjoying, it doesn't have to be a movie, it doesn't have to be a book, it can be just like walking a nice, walking through the rain. I don't know, just something you like. You can just recommend it. Hmm. So anything y'all want to recommend? Hmm. While I try to find my little movie review to trick Cameron with. That's, That's a tough, I mean, I don't know. Maybe just taking time for yourself once in a while to appreciate everything and Recharge. Boom. Do you have anything? Um, I've been really enjoying like the kids' show Bluey recently. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Bluey. Yeah. They're they're Australian. And they're New Zealand. Where are they from? Australia. Australian. Yeah. Yes. I heard that they're the like most popular show to be like distributed from Australia ever. Really? Bluey. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That makes sense. It's pretty yeah. cool. I listened to a trivia podcast in the car, and the people were Australian. Oh. That's it. That was it. Wait, what podcast? Uh, it was like car trivia or no, something. No, it wasn't Mr. Sunday Movies. It's no. Like, I don't care then. No, I like Mr. Sunday Movies. Okay. I will recommend First Man since I was talking about it today. Yeah. And I'm sure I'll recommend Ad Astra when I see it. So I'm going to give a, a preemptory recommendation there. All right. Do you want to – I'm going to read a movie review, and if you all think you all can guess as well, just chime in and say what movie you think it is. I can't believe Taraji P. Henson didn't strangle Bazinga. Patience of a Saint. Okay, I don't know who Taraja P. Henson is. That's, I didn't think you would, so that's why I said her oh, name. Oh, no. Uh, I'm going to... Is it Ant-Man? No. You have any guess? No. So Baz- <laughs> Bazinga is code word for the guy that plays Sheldon. I'll give you a hint there. Oh. Oh! Young Sheldon. I can't believe <laughs> Taraja P. Henson didn't strangle Bazinga. Old Sheldon. <laughs> it's Hidden Figures. Oh, Shel- oh, yeah, Sheldon that was is in be, that. Yes. I was, I was thinking that. I was like, yeah, that's right. I okay, was, I, was I was reading th- reviews last night, and there's like four different ones that call him Bazinga instead of his <laughs> name. And I was what? like crying, laughing at it. It was so funny. That's pretty good. I, I really do like that movie. <laughs> yeah. I, I just like them calling Bazinga. My mom said, "Best show ever, Bluey." We have, I have <laughs> si- younger siblings. She watches it with them. Ah, I'm trying to think of another movie. I can give y'all a little review thing for real quick. Cameron, talk for me real quick. Talk my, about something. For my recommendation, I will say uh, I recommend formatting your day well. 
using a planner, setting aside time to get work done, and not just letting your classes consume the day. Because I feel like this semester, what's helped a lot is just having classes just be a part of my day. Where, like, in previous, like, last two semesters, I'd say, like, my day was my classes. I'd wake Mm -hmm. up and I'd go to classes, and then maybe I've had some free time. But now I'm trying to think of it like I wake up and I do what I want, and then I also go to classes. And then I'll sit apart time to do my homework or whatever. Because if you you just sit down and you're like, I'm going to do my homework sometime this week, it's going to take you all week. But if you just set apart an hour... You're going to do it in that hour because you, you set apart that time to do it. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. The structure yeah. is definitely valuable. Yeah. Also planners. Yes. Yes. So valuable. I got a plan. I went to get a plan. Luke talked me into getting a planner. And I was like, you know, I'll get a planner. I went to the bookstore to get it. It was $30. Like oh! they went, okay, $30. I went, what? <laughs> I, I couldn't, I couldn't be like, I'm going to go put it back. So I had Why to not? It. I didn't think about it. You I should just be like, oh, I already they had a gun I to already, my head, man. I already they went $30. <laughs> I uh, they give away free ones at Brown Copel. Just saying, just oh, pretend yeah, you're smart yeah, and go. What? what? I'm just kidding. <laughs> what? I, they do give it out though. I was kidding about the pretend you're smart thing, but <laughs> okay. I have one more movie for y'all to guess. It's also space related. Is your hand? Okay. Ridley Scott made a prequel to Interstellar and thought we wouldn't notice, huh? A prequel to Interstellar? Is it Signs? No, that's not even Ridley Scott. <laughs> do y'all have any guesses? No. No. <laughs> Do I need to tell? Wait, like, wait, 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 wait! Do you have another review from the same movie? Yeah, let me find one. None of them were that funny. Ridley and Scott. Ridley Scott. Is that? Is it Prometheus? Did Ridley Scott didn't make Prometheus? Did he? he, he mm, I don't know. He made Alien though. That's but all. It's not. Pro, pro, but Prometheus is a prequel. I was always so scared of Prometheus as a kid. He had a freaky head. Jimmy Kimmel would have left him there. Is your next hint? Jimmy Kimmel would have left him there. Is it The Martian? Yeah, it is The Martian. Ah, okay. What does that have to do with Interstellar? Because Matt Damon's playing an astronaut uh, both. Mm. I see. Yeah. There you go. Good job. Um, anything else to talk about? My dad uh, had a guess for the last one, I think. I don't know. My dad just texted me Infinity War. What? I don't... I don't. Is that what he's been watching? Is that what he's recommending? I think he's probably right. Is he listening yes, right my now? My dad loves Infinity War Is this so true? much. Every day, if, he's, if I walk in on him watching a movie, it's going to be Infinity War. Are you lying? No, I'm not lying. Like he loves him. It's a good movie. Like to his okay. credit, it's a good movie. It is a good movie. That one I actually enjoy. It's probably the best Marvel movie, I'd say. Yeah, it's one of them. There we go. Um yeah. Bob Thanos. Yeah. Cameron, <laughs> could you explain to us one final thing on this episode? We're going to blow people's minds today. If you're familiar with the viral video, I'm not rubbing oh your my. feet either. I need you to explain to everybody. Okay, it's a common misconception. Do you all know this video? this video? No. <laughs> so there's okay. this video. Do you want to explain it or you want me to? So there's this video where, you know, it's three characters at a pool. And this <laughs> one guy puts his... What? He puts his foot up on this girl's chair. And then while that's happening, the girl has her foot up on another guy's chair. But he, he puts his foot up on her chair, and it, it was, he has no sock on or whatever. And he says, like, you want to give me a foot massage or whatever? Yeah. She's like, no, no. And then the, the third guy goes, like, from out of frame, I'm not giving you a foot massage either. And for years, people were like, oh, this guy's weird. And he's, Cause he's, he's saying he was, they thought he wasn't going to, he was saying he wouldn't give the guy the foot massage. Yeah, so they thought he was weird and, like, trying to intrude on the conversation. But the truth is, and, you know, you heard it here first, I'm vindicating him. The girl had her feet on his chair, and he was uncomfortable with it, and he wanted her to get the, her feet off to his hands. chair. 
He was trying to give her a hint. He was not being weird or socially awkward. He was trying to give her a hint. So y'all can go watch this video now with your new preconceived notion of the history of it. <laughs> I, it blew my mind last night because like, yeah. I referenced that de- well in, like enough times <laughs> that I had it wrong this whole time. Interesting. Interesting. It's crazy. It's in, you know, we, we need to bring him on the show to get him to tell yeah. his side of the I story. I want to hear his story. It's be like 60 minutes. Yeah. It'll be <laughs> like, what happened to you? It'll be like, uh, you know that book? The Prince Harry book, Spare, it'll be like him, but it's just... Is that the one where, you just, where you're just telling everything he shouldn't? Yeah. Weird. I want to hear... I'm, but I want this guy's memoir because for years, you know, he's been... He's been... He's been... Slaughtered in the, the media. We've yeah. been on the wrong side of history this whole time. Yeah. But now you know. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for listening to another exciting episode of Compact Discourse right here on Wego 911.1 or however you may be joining us today, whether that be from your radio antenna from WeGoFM.com or by listening to our podcast. We would like to remind you that all our previous episodes are available as a podcast absolutely free wherever podcasts are heard. Just search for Compact Discourse on your podcast player of choice. You can follow us on Twitter at CDiscAU for links to the podcast, information about the show, and important updates. You can also tweet to us to get your voice Oh, I messed it up. You can also tweet at us to get your voice on the show and join the conversation with Auburn's only student-run drive-time morning show. You can also follow the station on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok at WeGlaunchCoreU. And with that, I'm Davis, joined by Cameron, Victoria, and Sophia. It's been another exciting episode of Compact Discourse. We wish you a great day, and we will talk to you next time. See ya.